There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Friends and Jamokes and cold mofos across St. Louis. How are you? It's the Josh Innes Show. Josh and Scott and Coach today. I was talking with uh, Hair Jordan over there a little while ago, Tony, and uh, we were both in the kitchen. And uh, he goes, hey, what's going on, man? I'm like, he goes, it's cold. I said, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, you know that it's super cold or super hot, but in this case, super cold. When literally the only thing there is to talk about is how freaking cold it is. It's not just sort of cold. It's not like, oh, yeah, it's kind of cold. Like, no, it is cold. Just horribly, terribly snowy and cold and awful. So you don't like the cold? I like cold. I want to be very clear. I don't like one. (laughs) How about two? (laughs) You get me into the 20s or 30s, I'll be fine. I don't need one. Like, this might be the coldest ever been and i've lived in some cold places i've lived in montana where the, all there is is snow that's all there is it's just snow and like buffalo <laughs> buffalo what do you buffalo! do in montana man watch the buffalo i don't know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. it's cold but i live there i've lived down in you know springfield where it gets cold i've lived in arkansas poplar blood lives some cold places. i live in some really hot places too like in houston and in baton rouge and all these different places philadelphia i'd like a 14-inch snowstorm when I lived there. All that said, I don't know that I've ever been colder. And I attended the Super Bowl in Minneapolis. And while I was waiting to get into the game, which is in an indoor facility, my beard froze while I was standing outside. Like, it had icicles. I looked like Andy Reid this week, and I had icicles dripping from my beard. But this may be the coldest I've ever been is this. It's awful. I was trying to figure that out because my mustache was freezing when I was outside. And I'm like, what is freezing? Like, is my nose running? Because I, my nose wasn't running. And I'm like, what's freezing? Just your beard, I guess. Isn't that weird, though? Like, the moisture from... Because yeah. I'm like, do I walk around with snot in my mustache all day? Or I, what? It's On rough. a warm day? I know. It's rough, man. I don't get it. I don't like it at all. My dog was outside and peed for like 30 seconds. Started hobbling because his paws were so damn cold. He had like ice. I had to dig ice out of his paws. He was out there for 30 seconds. And he gets mad at me because I don't want to take him for a walk. I'm like, Luther, I tried to reason with him. I'm like, Luther, bud, like it's not good for you. This isn't healthy. Like if I take you out there for a walk, I know you want to go. But what's going to happen is we're going to make it five eh, five minutes down the road. Then you're going to stop. And then I'm going to have to carry you. I get nothing from this. This does nothing for me. He's low enough, too, where that stream can freeze all the way up. Oh, I was watching him pee this morning. (laughs) Nothing but steam. Like, as the pee was coming out, just steam rising off of his urine. All that to say it's miserably cold. You don't need me to tell you that, but it's miserably cold out there. But anyway, welcome into Tuesday, folks. Josh and his show. Glad you are with us. Of a dumbass of the day today. I don't think we have any tickets to give away, so don't call for those. I mean, you can, but I don't have any, so you're just going to be really disappointed, and I don't want to be the one that has to disappoint you. All right, ACDC now. Riding down the highway. 
dirty to me. No thanks. KC95, Josh in his show, Josh, Scott, and Coach. Really bad news today that I just read, and I don't know how people are going to be able to um, handle it, but uh, the uh, the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band is uh, going on a farewell tour. I don't know if you guys are interested. Oh Can any of you name a Nitty Gritty Dirt Band song? Bojangles. That's a good one. Mr. Bojangles. Uh, you and Me Go Fishing in the Dark. Yeah, oh, yeah, the that dark is them in it. Yeah. yeah, and Modern Day Romance is a yeah. good one. Yeah. Oh, are they the ones... Um, Dance Little Jean was a... Uh, what was that damn song called? American Dream. Oh, what's that? Oh, I, oh, how did someone? She's an American. No, that one? no, it was one. It's, it's the the. Oh, someone call up and sing Nitty Gritty Dirt Band American Dream to me. When I hear it, I'll know the words, but I'm drawing a blank. It's him and a chick. Yes. It's a dude and a chick that sounds like. Is it Linda Ronstadt? No. Y yes. Is it? I believe it is. I want to say it's the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band and Linda Ronstadt, and it's oh. How about Jamaica in the moonlight? Yep. Sandy beaches drinking rum every night. They actually uh, sing a lot more than I, yeah. than I realized well, they I did. I would have thought that they were dead and gone, but apparently they're still alive, uh, and they're going on a farewell tour. How old are they? Oh, God, old? they got to be in their 70s easy. The there it is. That's a jam right there. Sponsored by Jared Hall. Modern day romance. Had a flat on her stingray with nobody around. God, these guys kick ass. I'm sorry to see them go. Yeah. I mean, I've never seen you in concert and never tried to, but I'm sorry that you're retiring. I'm going to miss you very much when I... Will you go? No. But... Um, <laughs> you talk a big game, sir. But I'm going to miss them. I'm going to miss them nonetheless. <laughs> Uh, but I listen to some of these uh, jams when I play Yahtzee in the summertime outside. <laughs> Yahtzee! <laughs> anyway, uh, speaking of things that... Uh, oh, wait, no! Where'd you go? Hold on, I hit the wrong one. Everybody chill. I got this. Tribute to Led Zeppelin at the pageant. March 16th, one night of Queen. Let Pavaz do his thing. April 5th, Dave Mason's traffic jam. I thought you left. April 30th, but here you are. Triani and Steve Vai at the factory. May 5th, Judas Priest at St. Louis Music Park. June 18th, Pig Rose starring Sticks and Forner with John Waite at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. July 30th, Red Hot yeah. Chili Peppers at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. August 15th, Green Day at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. September 27th, Billy Joel yeah. with Sting at Bush Stadium. Powered by Martin Jetco Heating and Air Conditioning. Helping you cool off after a hot night out. KC95. All right, Favage, you can go now. Uh, all right. <laughs> so I do have to He's tell happy. you, <laughs> we literally keep him chained up over there until he can do all those, and then he gets to go home. Uh, Premiere you. They're still here, kids. I saw... Uh, my dad this weekend, he was in town at this thing over at the, the Machinist Hall in Bridgeton. You did get to see him. I went, yes. My dad didn't even look like the same dude. He's lost like a billion pounds. It's because he's on this Manjaro. And he was hesitant about taking Manjaro initially, too. He's like, I don't like shots. And, of course, he starts reading all the side effects type of stuff. My dad's a, just a total hypochondriac lunatic. But 
He started taking it and he's lost like 50 pounds. I have news to share. What's that? I myself have started the semaglutide. Really? I have. Look at you. You're not even fat. No, I just, I got some uh, some belly fat that I'm hoping yeah. that maybe it'll tack. So we'll see how it works and uh, I'll keep everybody well, informed during the process. It'll stop you from eating your weird gummy bear lunches. <laughs> I think it will do that. I haven't that. done that in a while. <laughs> Sorry, your, your Swedish fish lunches. <laughs> I haven't had Swedish fish. Those are good. Those are so good. But uh, our friends over at Premier U can get you hooked up for just 399 bucks a month for the Ozempic and Manjaro generic equivalents, which, again, I've told you about my friends who, some of them, five, 600 bucks, they're paying a month for this stuff. Yeah, so it's expensive. You need to reach out to them. I, uh, I'm i almost uh, under 300. I started at like 328, and I'm almost out. I bumped up to 7.5. I'm almost under 300, baby. You're going to go up again? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now I'm <laughs> going I, to 10. Huh? I got a guy who hooks me up now. <laughs> I don't have to go to 2.5 for months. <laughs> I can now move up. Like, I just call him and I go, can I bump up to 10? Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, this will help you out, man. You'll lose weight. You'll feel better. I do. My dad does. Scott's going to. So uh, reach out to him at Premier, the letter U, med.com or 618-750-LIFE. Are you still doing the uh, the testosterone? Yes, I am stacking. So I'll stay on the testosterone and then continue with the semaglutide, see what it does. I'm gonna, I had no side effects as of yet, so that's good news. Um, don't. It, it didn't really affect me in any way. It didn't way. take? Are you kidding me? Well, they say there's side effects. Like, you read anything. Oh, there's sure. like a million side effects to whatever. Yeah. But, I I mean, I didn't feel any of them. Well, that's so, good. Yeah. So, You're here's good. what you need to do. Reach out. P-R-E-M-I-E-R. The letter U, med.com. Premier U. 618-750-LIFE. They're in South County. They're in Swansea. I've been over there. They're great gals over there. They're wonderful to take care of you. Premier U. KG95. Bad company. Bad company. Hello. Josh in his show. So your football team got to win this weekend, right, uh, Coach? Good yeah, for you. Baby, yeah, it's not going to happen next weekend, I'm I afraid. Hope, I hope not. I hope the Bills beat the hell out of you. Well, you might get your wish. I really do. I mean, cold weather up there, we can't hang on to the ball anyway. I mean, the Chiefs dropped several passes in their in their victory last week. I, you talk about cold weather, though. It was like zero degrees here last week yeah. in that game, too. Well, no, but my point being in all of this is if you're saying the cold weather is an issue to go up to Buffalo, well, you already won a football game in similar cold weather. Right, but this team, I don't know. I don't trust them on the road in Buffalo against a Buffalo team that's gotten real hot. And I just... I just don't see He's how they pull this fan. thing. No, no, no. I'm rooting. I'm, I'm <laughs> rooting too. I want is. this team to win. I want to play Baltimore or Houston the next week, but I, I'm just afraid it ain't going to happen. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you, though, I, I had some nice hits this weekend in some of my, my betting. Now, oh. I also just bet a whole bunch of stuff, so I didn't actually really win because I lost a bunch of them, too. But, like, Baker Mayfield passing yards over, that was easy. Threw for 330 yards yesterday. His number was 230. He was easy. Uh, Jordan Love is the easiest money on the planet. I'm looking forward to watching him play this weekend. Oh, me too. I think there are going to be some passing yards in that game with Green Bay and, um, what are they, San Francisco? Yeah. So, I think there's going to be some throwing in that one. And you're going to get a lot of passing yards in this Lions game this weekend as well. I'm looking forward to that one, too. That'll be good, man. I was hoping the Rams would win just because the Lions people started to annoy me. Um, but, you know, and I took the Rams money line to win that game, so I didn't win. 
but I lost by one, but that's not enough when you take the money line. <laughs> Why were the Detroit fans booing Matt Stafford that viciously? Was he that bad up there? No, they're just morons. That's, uh, that's how morons do things. Like, and I get, I'm fine with it, by the way, that you boo because he left. He wanted to be traded. He wanted to go somewhere else. He went somewhere else and won a Super Bowl. I get all that. But then they booed the guy. And then after the game, the media people asked him, um, you know, if he was happy for the city of Detroit for winning. And he goes, well, I'm happy for their players. And didn't say the fans. Then the fans got their feelings hurt. I'm like, you a-holes booed the guy. Yeah. What's he going to do? Should he get up there and go, boy, I'm sure glad you guys booed me and my family. But I'm so happy for all of you losers. Good job. Yeah. Like, no, that's how people are. That's human nature, man. But anyway, so uh, should be uh, the games themselves weren't great this weekend. There was really only one good game, and that was the Lions game. Uh, this Chiefs game wasn't good at all. The uh, Steelers yesterday wasn't good at all. The Texans beat the hell out of the Browns. As I told, I told you, C.J. Stroud. We were talking about that. I said, "Watch that cat. He's slinging," and he did. So I was disappointed by that. I wanted to see Cleveland go. I wanted to see Flacco get a shot to go to Baltimore, and would have been a good story too. It yeah. would have been. I um, thought that's how they wrote it, but I guess yeah. I got, maybe I'm, it's not scripted. <laughs> maybe Arian Foster was wrong. Maybe it wasn't totally scripted all, uh, after all. But. Somebody chose door number two. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody went off script. <laughs> all right. So uh, I got one for you now. Off football onto something else. On this day, this is January 16th. On this day in 1988, George Harrison of the Beatles had a number one song, a pop number one song. Do you know what that song is, Coach? I believe I do. What is it? I got my mind set on you. I got my mind set on you. You got it. You got it on Casey. Money Man on KC95, Josh Ennis Show. Josh, Scott, Coach, welcome in. I don't know why these kind of things interest me, but I was reading a list of the most streamed rock and metal songs on Spotify. So the, the rock and metal songs that have the most streams. If you had to guess that song we play, the most streamed rock song of all time on Spotify. And it is a song that we play. So you have to think. Popular song, one that multiple generations enjoy, never goes away type of song. Is, is it by Led Zeppelin? It is not by Led Zeppelin. I don't see any in the top, uh, like over a billion streams. I don't see any by Led is Zeppelin. Is it Skinner? It is not Skinner. Oh, wow. Eagles. It is not the Eagles. Oh, wow. Although Hotel California has been streamed 1.35 billion times, it is not the most streamed rock song of all time. Is it Maybe. one of Aerosmith's? It is not one of Aerosmith's. Oh. This is a song that we play. It is a relatively long song, but not the longest of songs. Is it Metallica? <laughs> I, you didn't let me finish. <laughs> you said long, so we both jumped in. I said, but not relative to some of the longest songs we play, which are all by Metallica. Okay. Uh, it's not but, a Floyd song. It is not. There's no Floyd on here, which gives me hope. Oh, stop. <laughs> No, uh, let's see. Inner Sandman is on this list. It has over a billion streams, but it is not the most streamed Man, song. I don't know. Those Nirvana, would have been... never mind. Uh, it is not Nirvana. Uh, Nirvana is on the list with Smells Like Teen Spirit, but it is not there. There is Skinnerd on here because uh, you brought up Skinnerd. 
Uh, Sweet Home Alabama's over a, a billion streams as well. Oh, I figured that. I mean, it's in every movie possible. Smells um, Like Teen Spirit is the third most streamed rock song of all time. With really? One, almost 1.7 billion streams. And they made about 60 grand. Yeah, for, well, fun fact, dude's dead anyway, so he's <laughs> never going to see a dime of that money, so he's it ain't not. hurting him. So. He's not. Uh, all right. Again, one, I, I, one more again. Take one more. It's a it's a band you have not mentioned yet, and it's a song that is very well known. Very well known. Van Halen? It's not Van Halen. Let me take a call. KG95, yeah. hello? It's got to be Queen, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, oh look my at God. you. I'm sorry I have no prizes for you, but just know you can go tell your friends that you got that answer right. <laughs> I knew I did. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. We love you. Bye-bye. KSHE. KSHE 95. Today's Albert Pujols' birthday. Oh. He is 44. It's amazing that when you're 44 as an athlete, you're just ancient. And yeah. when you've seen a guy playing baseball for a billion years, like he feels considerably older than 44. When I The first time I watched Albert Pujols play would be the same time everybody did in 2001. And I remember him hitting a home run in the 2001 playoffs against, I think, the Padres. And we're like, hey, this guy's pretty good. It was Randy Johnson. Yeah. He hit it off of well, that, the Diamondbacks. Oh, it was against the Diamondbacks? Yeah, okay. he was. They won the World Series. I re I'll never forget that home run because it was like, man, this guy's a stud. Yep. Oh. Well, you called it. You called it, Coach. Guy only you know, 699 homers later. Here he is. Wow, yeah. A billion homers later. He's one of the best. Best baseball player I've ever watched play baseball in person. And you know, people like to debate that kind of stuff and who's the best player of all time. I, I can't do that because there are guys I've never watched play. Like, I don't know how good Babe Ruth was. I know he was an obese white dude that swung a tree trunk basically every day and faced some dudes throwing rocks. You know, like it was just a different world. I don't know how good of a baseball player Babe Ruth was. Never watched him. So it's weird when people get passionate in defending people they never watched. All I can tell you is I watched a whole bunch of Albert Pujols. And when he was here... He was the best hitter in baseball. He was better than Miguel Cabrera. He's better than Alex Rodriguez. Insert whatever hitter you want to insert. There was no better complete hitter in the history of baseball with these two eyes witnessing it than Albert Poole. And the thing about it is, too, you knew when Mike Shannon would come on. All right, second inning. Here comes Albert. He's 0 for his last 12. You're like, oh, this guy's going to get shelled today. Yep. <laughs> and boom. Sure my, enough, now, my favorite Pujols moment is the, the home run off a lidge, yes. even though it meant nothing. Like, at the end of the day, the homer meant absolutely nothing because they come back. But everything about that, I was living in, in Baton Rouge. I was in, you know, I was in college at the time. And when Pujols comes up against the Astros, I mean, the season's over. We're down a couple runs, but then you get Eckstein gets on base, Edmonds gets on base, and then Albert comes up and he just launches the homer off a lidge. And everybody in the world's like, we're going back to Bush. It's the last two games maybe ever at the stadium. We're going to win these two. Then we're going to the World Series and we're shutting it down. We're sh shutting Bush Stadium two down. With a World Series win. And, of course, they came back the next day, two days later, and got their asses kicked in game six, and it was over. But, man, that's my favorite of the Pujols Kirk, moment. Deep out in left center. That's great. Tavares pulled over into a right center. Lane pacing in his right field position. Oh, I love Albert it. Albert digs back in. Open stance. Deep in the box. Bends at the uh, knee. Pulls it down on the end. League is ready. With two on and two out, is 0-1 pitch.
It's coming. Swing and a long one. There it is, baby. The Cardinals take the lead as Albert Pujols comes through in the pit. And the Redbirds lead this baby 5-4. to four. What I tell you. What I tell you, folks. David Eckstein, the man. This could be a crushing blow. A crushing blow to the Houston Club. It wasn't. Albert Pujols, <laughs> you talk about a most valuable player. How is that? Woo! That thing left the ballpark in a hurry. A three-run home run, and the Cardinals lead 5-4. And everything about that was great because the Astros had never been to the World Series at that point in their existence. And in the stands, you had, uh, you had uh, Nolan Ryan. You had George H.W. Bush. They're all prepared for a celebration. You see the dugout. It's Andy Pettit, Roger Clemens. They're ready for a celebration. And they show a shot of Pettit later on in the night, a replay, when the ball was launched over the train tracks at Minute Maid Park. He just goes, oh, my God. Like, you can read his lips. And it was the greatest moment. And then we lost two nights later, and, <laughs> yeah. and it meant absolutely nothing. Like, that homer, it's it might be one of the best moments in the history of sports that at the end of the day didn't mean anything. Because yep. when you think of all-time great sports moments, you think of ones that win games, win series, or the team went on to win their, their series. Like, you would watch that, and you're like... That meant nothing, but it meant everything. It's my favorite pools moment. <laughs> or or what, uh, I, uh, he hit three homers in the World Series game three against the Rangers. I went the next two nights in Arlington. <laughs> they scored like two runs total in those two games and lost. It looked like it was over. I missed the game. He hits three home runs. In a game, they scored like 15 runs. Anyway, I love you, Albert Pools. I just want <laughs> you to know that. Come see me. I love you very much. Let's be best friends. I think we, I think we could. All right, it's Allison Chains on Casey. I don't know why every day I go to this uh, website. I go to Ultimate Classic Rock. Dot com, and I always see a story about something Ace Freely is saying about current members of KISS. And I don't know why anybody would care what Ace Freely has to say, but he's always... Now, I, now I got to give him some credit because I don't know if he's just outwardly saying these things or if he's being led into it by people asking questions. But I feel like every day I'm reading something new from some new interview where Ace Freely is crapping on KISS. And it's like, listen, you're a bunch of old guys. Eh, no one really cares. Yeah, but, it's kind of over. But the latest thing was um, he was being interviewed and said, you know, I can play rings around Paul Stanley on guitar, freely boasted. I can even sing better than him, and I don't have to use backing tracks. Like, here's the thing, Ace. Whether you like it or not, there's a gentleman wearing the makeup that you used to wear, and I know they finished up their farewell tour, and they're going to have giant CGI fellas one day. But they were all playing in front of 20,000 people every night. And you're Ace Freely, who's knocking them constantly. And not doing anything. Well, he says he's put out six albums in the, the last since they put out their last. I'm like, oh, he has, huh? It's kind of like a tree falls in the woods thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if Ace Freely falls in the woods, did anybody actually hear any of his six <laughs> albums? I don't know. Do you think it's better than how many say I? No. <laughs> I actually don't. I'm glad you asked. And the answer is no. All right. All right. We have a stature. <laughs> about an hour from now, we'll do Dumbass of the Day. How about that? It's an interesting one. They always are. All right. Right now, we got Journey. Separate ways. It's Casey. Now, this might sound dumb, and that's okay. 
But apparently 52 years ago on this day, David Seville died at age 52. Now, David Seville is an actual person. I thought Dave Seville was just a cartoon character in The Chipmunks. There's an actual Dave Seville. Who really? knew? Yeah. He wrote, uh, he wrote the songs for Alvin and the Chipmunks, and he wrote the song Witch Doctor. The ooh-ee-ooh-ah-ah, ting-tang, walla-walla-bing. Oh, really? Yeah. He's a real dude. Like, when I read this, I go, oh, David Seville. Ah, Dave Seville from The Thing. But apparently his name was... Ross Bagdasarian. He was Armenian. And, uh, yeah, he's responsible for Alvin and the Chipmunks. And he wrote Witch Doctor. And he's a real person. I just, I thought Dave Seville was just cartoon Jamoke. But it turns out he's a real boy. <laughs> well, he was. He died 52 years ago. I want to be a real boy. But, uh, yeah, he is, uh, he's dead and he's real. <laughs> well, was real and is dead. His soul is real. <laughs> yeah, so... There you go. Did not know that. So anytime that comes up on Jeopardy, David Seville, real person. Now you know. And here's a couple of other real Jamokes from the Who. Or just Who, depending on how you like to read it. Behind Blue Eyes. KG95, the cars, you might think. You might think that I'm a professional radio disc jockey until I'm out of the room when the little Real Rock Army thing oh, plays. I've and never I'm all thought that. You're I, right. No, I, no. <laughs> I said you might think. There's no reason to think that now. There's none. Uh, my bad. I went to get my water. I went to see Marty for a second, and then I'm sitting in his office, and I hear the Real Rock Army thing. I go, damn it, Josh. Look at you. But I have something for you. We'll do the Real Rock Army later. But uh, Shannon Doherty, who played uh, Brenda, was that her character's name? Brenda on 90210, and she was in uh, Charmed. I think she's got cancer, so she's not doing too hot. Yeah. But uh, she was interviewed, and she was uh, asked about her funeral. She says there is a long list of people that she refuses to have at her funeral, like a list that will say these people cannot come to my funeral. She wants it to be a love fest and doesn't want people there who will secretly be thinking, thank God that bitch is dead now, she says. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of people that I think would show up that I don't want there. Their reasons for showing up aren't necessarily the best reasons, like they don't really like me. But they will because it's the politically correct thing to do, and they don't want to look back. For the limelight of who was who and who was there. Yes, and to say, hey, they were really nice. Uh, I want my funeral to be a love fest. I don't want people crying or people to be uh, privately be like, oh, thank God that bitch is dead. You know, people I don't like, I want them at my funeral. Like, I have a big plan for when I die. And this might be morbid, <laughs> but I have a plan. And my plan is to have people I don't like. And then I want to have a video, like a, a video that I film before I die. In which I point out all the people that I don't like and how miserable I think they are and how terrible I think they are. And then I want them to feel terrible about themselves at, their, at, at my funeral. But you know what? They won't. Well, but you know what? I'm going to try it. So <laughs> you're not going to stop me. <laughs> people are selfish. Well, I understand that. I'm sitting here trying to make other people feel bad at my funeral. I'd argue that's the <laughs> ultimate in selfish. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm aware that people are selfish. Well, true. But that's but. my plan. My big uh, plan is to just have a video, and I hope all these people are here. I want to make sure they're there. I want, I want to send out invites to oh, my I'll funeral. Be there. Don't worry. <laughs> Maybe Scotty can finally perform. We finished the four songs by the time I die. Nah, he'll be driving I me. <laughs> my boy, God. 
But I'd like uh, nothing more than to just have people I dislike there and tell them how much I dislike them in this video. <laughs> that is a little morbid. It is. And then be like, and then like I want them leaving feeling horrible about themselves. That's what I want. That would make me happy. I don't know what that says about me, but that would make me happy at my funeral. It's just from the afterlife, from beyond, watching these people question themselves as they leave my funeral. It'll be my last laugh. Boy, that Josh sure got us, didn't he? He did. Like, I didn't realize I was such a POS until Josh pointed it out at his own funeral. Let me see here. Came back from the grave. KC95, hello. Hello. This is Virginia from Perryville. Hi. And... Hi, how are you? I'm pretty good. What's um, up? Well, you know what I want for my funeral? I want women pallbearers. Why? Are you a feminist? Not at all. No man going to carry me to my grave. Look at wow. you. Good for you. Yeah. Coach, what do you want to have happen at your funeral? Won't. Uh, don't care because I won't be there. Well, that's, Boy, a, that's he, a negative way of looking well, at well, it. I'm not going to be right. there, so what if it matter? But yeah. he's right. Yeah. You know, I would just, I would like a gathering of, of friends and family, you know, and it can be as big as it, they want it to make it or a, as little as they want to make it. Have just like a big video of you behind just waving back yeah. and forth, like nodding back and forth yeah. the whole time. Yeah, yep. maybe one of those. Just everybody look at the sway while the minister talks. Is there a song that you would like to have played at your funeral? I've never thought about that. See, these are good things to think about. Oh. You need to know this. You never know when you're going to kick it. No, so You're right. Why don't you look up this song? Sanctified. Okay. This is my song. This is your I song. I have a plan for my funeral. You've already planned this out. Yes. Sanctify. I'm going to have to find this. Who the hell sings it? Uh, I think it's the Commodores. It might be a, a Google thing. Yeah, I think it will be. Yeah, it's, it's not going to be in the system. Okay. Sorry. I, I so, you been, want, so you want the Commodores at your funeral? You want to have a party? Yeah, I want a big party. And this song plays. I think it's the Commodores. Uh, I heard it on... Um, Ozark, the show Ozark. Yeah. It played it in one of the end of the episodes. I was like, man, this song is just great. So I have a whole vision of what needs to happen. Everyone needs to come, party, hang out. Everyone get in a big group. We get a big PA system. I mean, it just cranked this thing. And everyone needs to get high as a kite. Mm -hmm. I like it. I like it. Get a big group. Elbows, shoulders rubbing. Just having a good time and just feel it. Yeah. Just feel I it. I like it. Listen to that bass line, buddy. I just want everyone to dance this whole song, and then I'll be happy that you can get drunk going with your lives. I just, I'm gone. And then even in the afterlife, while you're in the casket, your kids will still call you asking for money and how to change oil in their car. <laughs> I'm going to bury it with me so they can't have it. Yeah, turn off that phone before you die. <laughs> Trinity's not even going to know you died. She's going to call and be like, Dad, I need $30. Like, but I'm dead. I can't give you $30. Talk to your mother. She'll, hey, I left it to her. Ask Speaking your of mom. morbid things, I, I'll get into this, but I saw my dad this weekend, and one of the people that was with him was like, I've been working on your dad's estate. I'm like, why? Why are you working on my dad's estate? Anyway, we'll get it. What, what do you get? What do you get? Oh, I got to find out. I can't wait. The Oscar. <laughs> Maybe my funeral, people can celebrate me by listening to that song. Because, I mean, when you die, they have to at least act like they liked you for five minutes. There goes my hero. Um, like, I'm torn, though, on what I would like to have happen at my funeral, which hopefully doesn't happen for a long time, but based on my body mass index, sooner rather than later. But I'm like, do I want to do something random? And by random, I mean, like, 
Just play a completely out of context song, like a song that no one knows or cares about, and people are like, "Why is this guy playing this song?" Like, like here's Alice's restaurant. Like, yeah. <laughs> play in a Gata Devita. Play all 18 minutes, and everyone has to listen to every second of it. Or like, "How am I supposed to live without you?" by Michael Bolton. Like, imagine you're sitting there and you're waiting for like this big emotional thing to happen, and people are are like sobbing. They're like, "Josh is dead, and I'm gonna miss him," and like. Michael Bolton, the video for this song plays, not just the song, the actual music video for it, or we bring in like a Michael Bolton cover band to come in and sing How Am I Supposed to Live Without You? I'm going to get Mini Kiss. Mini Kiss comes in, <laughs> sings Beth at your funeral, and they're like, why? They're doing Shout It Out Loud at your funeral. Like, what is happening? Who's Beth, says Marla. <laughs> yeah. they, change, Beth they change it to my name. They're like, Josh. Like, so Mini Kiss is up there. Josh, I hear you calling, but I can't come home. Uh, Another plan that I have that I'm working on how is hard it, are you working? Like, listen, this is what I'm working on. Yeah. This is what I think about all the time. So what if, like, an emotional song starts playing, like a video? Like, there's a video of me coming, I'm talking to people, and they're thinking I'm going to say really nice things about them because there's, like, real emotional music playing. Like, imagine it. Man, know that John Mayer song, uh, Say What You Need to Say? Yeah. yeah. That feels like a good funeral song, and you play that, and then people are like, oh, he's going to say nice things to me. And they'd be like, I never got a chance to tell you such and such how much I care about you. But in reality, what you do is you play the John Mayer song, and then you just tell people terrible things about themselves. That would be my play as well. Like, I never got to tell you how much I hate you and I think you're tacky. Like, that kind of thing. People are like, oh, this is supposed to be emotional. And then you hear an emotional music like this. And they're like, oh, this is going to be good. Like, they're just waiting for their turn to come up because they're like, oh, my God, he's going to say something about me that he's never told me. And I'm like, you have body odor. <laughs> you might want to do something. I really don't like you. I'm going to tell you something. No one actually likes you in the house. <laughs> Told me. Multiple occasions, Dad said he really wished you would have been the one that hit the wall. I don't even know what that means. He says he wishes you would have hit the headboard. I don't know what he meant by that, but you know, I just this is playing underneath it the whole time, and then, and then you just drop your mic and go, "See you, bitches in hell," and then it's over. I don't know what I want to do. You know, I've got I've got different plans that I'm working on. I don't know which one is the right ha uh, plan, but I'm hatching them. I'm just kind of just working them all out right now. So let's say you don't die. Why wow, don't you living forever? Why don't you go write something this week and then Friday we'll play the song and you can relate a message to some people that while you're alive and just tell them how much of a jerk they are. Because that's not nice. <laughs> yeah, it's more fun when you do it. You gotta be gone. I don't want to have to deal with the repercussions from it. I want to be dead and then not have... It's a lot easier to do it that way, man. <laughs> KG95, Josh Ennis Show. Tonight is the second episode of Big Little Brawlers on Discovery. Yes, it is. Nothing gets you more excited than this. Like, it just <laughs> it gets you going to talk about the little people and their wrestling. You know what's weird? It was I was never a big wrestling guy. Mm -hmm. Like, maybe when Hogan and Andre the Giant, like, but never, I was never, like, a maniac about it. You know, like, I was. Oh, man, there's people that are so into that. I'm like, totally. My crazy. wife, she's a lunatic. Really? And Liv, Liv uh, Maddox, yeah, over she, on the point, obsessed with wrestling. Really? She and her boyfriend, fiance? Uh, uh, boyfriend, I think. I don't know. I saw her posting something the other day about being in 
in groups of people learning how to deal with having like a stepchild. I'm like, ma'am, you don't have a stepchild. You ain't married. married. But my point being in all this, that was just me busting her lady balls. But uh, point being is she's also obsessed with wrestling. I did not know that. She is. She and my wife. Now, Liv is far more obsessed. My wife is like new money when it comes to this. Like it's a <laughs> new money, right? She's new money. She's been into it for a little bit. You know, my mom, is. she's into it. My grandma was obsessed with it. She'd drive to the Keel and all the places to go see wrestling. Wrestling uh, at the Chase. She saw all that stuff. The Checker Dome. Wherever there'd be wrestling, my grandma would drive from Poplar Bluff to go see wrestling. So she's into it. She also loves little people, or did. But I don't know that she ever watched little... Well, she told me a story once about how she yelled at a, a little person wrestler at a wrestling match because he was pulling someone's hair. Oh. And she goes, didn't your mom ever tell you not to pull hair, Midgey? Oh, wow. Yeah. She said she would call them Midgies is what she called them. But uh, that, that I don't know. gets a man. Well, well I, that's I, what I've heard. I don't know if it does or not. I, mean, I think I guess it I does. I think little people is the the proper. Term. That is the acceptable vernacular right now. Yeah. I don't think it's. I don't know if it's dwarf. I still want to get coached no. in the ring with four of them. Yeah. Oh God, no! I wouldn't stand a chance, man. They run circles around me. But all that said, tonight is episode two of uh, what's it called again? Little big, big little brawlers. Big little brawlers. Hopefully, my man, little show shuts up. Old hot rod night. Hot rod doesn't strike me as your kind of guy. I'm not like I felt like when I saw those two beefy, and I said Scott's a little show guy. <laughs> Actually, little show reminds me of a buddy of mine. <laughs> I mean, to a T. Do you have like a little friend that's a buddy? <laughs> no, he's not a little friend, but he he's normal size. Oh, but. The little show, his attitude, everything about him just reminds me of him. It's just funny to me. He's just like but, a, your friends with a little person redneck is so apparently. He's been in it the longest, I think, that's on the show. He's the highest and, paid? Yeah, and then Hot Rod comes in like, oh, this is my show, which yeah. I can respect. He's trying hey, to get it to gotta, the top you, of the car. You got to go through the motions. This show just started. Maybe season two, you take a shot. You yeah. know, you're, you start a little early, but I know, you know, they need drama. And what's our other little buddy's name, the announcer? Ivar? Ivar. Ivar, the announcer. He lives here, right? Yeah, he's actually in the studio recording some songs today. Is he That's... like the lead vocalist for Scotty? <laughs> he could be. We got to do it that way. Be. That's your shtick. Oh, I forget the name of his band. He told me, too. I told you. Remember, we were. Uh, we thought it was. Really it, no, it was name. a great name. Oh, uh, it's oh, Three and a Half Men or yeah, something like that. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is. Three and a Half Men. Yep, yep. That's what it, like it is. It. But uh, yeah, so they're recording. And uh, hey, he said he'd come in, so we just need to. Decide if we want him to come in and sit with us and talk about wrestling. No. All right. Well, the Discovery Show. We, I think it's fantastic. I love it. Uh, we go from three and a half men to nine arms. It's Def Leppard. <laughs> <laughs> she 95. Josh in a show. Josh, Scott, Coach. Oh, my God. I'm dying over here. Sorry. I noticed. <laughs> <laughs> it came out of nowhere. I'm like, whoa, go. Wrong pipe. Cold man, it is cold. I know. I know you already know this, but it's cold. I'm not breaking news here. Hey, I'm the meteorologist here. I know how cold it is. <laughs> so damn cold. Man. <laughs> I'm just miserable, and my dog's miserable because I, I try not to take him for a walk in this. It just seems like it's almost cruel to take a dog for a walk in this. I did see a story though. Speaking of dogs in this cold weather, that more than a hundred animals have been brought to Missouri and Illinois shelters with the cold temperatures, so that's good. Get these yeah. dogs inside. I swear, anybody that leaves a dog out in this, I, I will, I, like, I'd like to kill you myself. You're just horrible. Like, it's weird, though, because it's a generational thing. 
I think as you, like with an older generation of people, like it's just kind of a normal, like, you know, dogs are outside animals, you keep them chained away. Like my dog literally takes up more space in my bed than I do. <laughs> but if you tell that to people of a certain era, they're like, what the hell are you? I don't let my dog on the furniture. I don't let him in the bed. Whatever. My dog sleeps in my bed with me. Like just how we are. We had five goats on the couch this week. <laughs> <laughs> They're warm. <laughs> we brought them in. <laughs> 27 chickens, five goats, a cat. Taught them how to fetch beer for us. <laughs> and you can use their horn to open them. It's awesome. They're really spectacular animals. <laughs> it was milk for my white Russians. It was fabulous. I mean, <laughs> never had to get off the couch. I just give it a little tug. And I got milk. <laughs> little goat milk. Goat milk Russian. Ah, it's the best. That's how I like it. Speaking of giving it a little tug. Oh. Premier you. <laughs> what does that have to do? It might be easier to give it a little tug if you lose weight. They say if you lose 30 pounds, you start gaining one inch of uh, penis. That's not true. But but it's an optical illusion, and that's okay. <laughs> yes. It's true if you believe it. Objects in the <laughs> It's one of those situations. You can start taking this Ozempic or Manjaro. They've got the generic equivalents for as low as $399 a month. Told you I saw my dad this weekend at this little toy show he was at here in town. And he's lost a lot of weight. Like, he, he's wearing skinny jeans. Oh, <laughs> he, no. He, yeah, I was like, wow, <laughs> He's dad. a big Hollywood guy and now. now. all of a sudden, he's got, like, you know, Fashion he's, and... he's fashionable and he's in shape. I'm like, wow, Dad, I'm <laughs> impressed. And that's all from taking Manjaro. He's lost, like, 40-something pounds. Good for him. I know. How I mean, was the show? Good? What, the, the toy show? I mean, I only saw my dad, really. I didn't go look at anything. Did he have else. a bunch of people talking to him? And oh, stuff? yeah, they that's were all cool. coming over. Signing his posters. His... his Iron claw posers. <laughs> and among, dude, people buy toy stuff. It's wild. Oh, yeah. It is a wild deal the way people just come up and like they'll spend hundreds of dollars on junk, essentially. Yeah, I mean, toys. listen, I set my money on fire by gambling, so I'm not one to judge. <laughs> but when I see the stuff that people will buy with my dad's signature on it, I'm like, I really wish I would have learned how to do these voices. <laughs> like, Dad, why didn't you just sit me down and teach me these things? You taught me how to be a journeyman radio doof, but you certainly didn't teach me how to do the cartoon voices. But anyway, uh, you can call Premier U. Premier, the letter U, med.com, 618-750-LIFE. P-R-E-M-I-E-R, the letter U, med.com. Start dropping some weight, feeling better. I told you I've lost 30-ish pounds. I'm trying to get under 300, which... Hurts when you have like 20, 30 beers in a weekend, but football's <laughs> almost over. And when that happens, maybe uh, they'll, they'll scale back to 15 to 20, and then boom, the weight will pull just right off. I'm kind of excited to see how the stacking works for me because the testosterone strip weight off yeah. me, and then if the semaglutide works or the Ozempic, if you yeah. will. You know, maybe kicking into gear because I kind of st I stalled. Yeah. And I'm hoping that fires it up. We're going to see what happens, but you folks can reach out 618 750 LIFE. Uh, Premier, the letter umed.com. They're great people. I've been to the Swansea location. They're awesome folks. All the gals over there are great. We love them. 399 bucks a month for this, which is a lot cheaper than you're going to find even with insurance or a lot of other stuff. So reach out to them. It's our friends at Premier U. Now. I forgot we still have to do traffic and weather. <laughs> it came up and you're like, oh, here we go. Weather-wise, it's just cold. It and is. tomorrow it's supposed to get into the 30s, I think. 36 for the high tomorrow. Mostly sunny, too. Ah, damn. All right. Yeah. Get, a, get a meltdown. <laughs> yeah. Put on your sunscreen. <laughs>
Wear a tank top to work. Ah, so that's weather brought to you by Air Comfort Service Heating, Cooling, and Insulation. Get 0% financing for 36 months or save 15% off blown in attic insulation. For a free estimate, visit aircomfortservice.com. KC Travel brought to you by Chuck's Boots, your locally owned boot store. Work Western Hiking, Biker, and Fashion. Fenton, St. Peter's, chucksboots.com. Uh, lane block to stall vehicle 70 eastbound after the I-270 exit. And we have an incident on one lane closed due to a police incident on 64 eastbound at uh, 40 Drive. Now we know. There you go. All right. Rock on. More rock coming up. And dumbass of the day. The way that this uh, car thief got himself uh, caught is very interesting. Like, it's really stupid. Like, when you really think about it, you go, how did you let that happen? We're going to have that for you. Dumbass of the day coming up. Two, and you guys can tell me which one you think is the dumber ass of the day. First, I'll give you the payoff for the dumb car thief. This is from Memphis, Tennessee. On January 15th, officers responded to a prowler call at a Valero gas station. When police arrived, they discovered an empty car with the driver's door and passenger opened. They spotted two men running away, one of which was a man named Randall Mara. Officers were able to catch Mara after a brief pursuit. The way they were able to determine that Mara was the guy that was the prowler, though, that's the best part. When police checked the vehicle, they found fresh snow prints on the floor and a crowbar sitting in the driver's seat. And of course, the footprints matched his shoes oh because gosh. they were his fresh snow prints. <laughs> it was later discovered that the vehicle was stolen and that Mara had abandoned it when police showed up. He was taken into custody, facing charges for theft of property, burglary, and evading arrest. That is number one. So dumb dude who has snow prints in a car he stole. Number two, a 42-year-old woman in Florida named Jessica Beatty was caught trying to defraud a court-ordered drug screening. Now, how would you try to defraud a court-ordered drug screening, Scott? What would be a way to defraud a drug screening in your mind? Um, like, I guess calibrated, but that that's probably not it. Maybe the strips were expired, something like that. No. She tried to use pee that wasn't hers. <laughs> oh, the fake pee. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, 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 the but. No, no, no. Well, she wasn't that smart. She tried to use pee that she collected from her aunt's dog. Oh. So she tried to use dog urine to, to beat <laughs> a drug come test. back as a canine, I guess? <laughs> well, that's an interesting question. Like, would it show up as dog pee? Like, did, like, yeah, how does, do they know? I, I, maybe a vet could help us out here. Like, if you did a drug test and used dog pee, would it say, hey, this is dog's pee? But she was caught before she actually was able to submit the pee. She then admitted that it was her aunt's dog's pee. She also provided a valid sample which was not clean. <laughs> no. <laughs> Shocker. Uh, she was Breaking news. <laughs> she was charged with urine testing fraudulent practices. Um, and, okay, so maybe this gives us the details. Her scheme would not have even worked if the probation officer didn't see the dog pee. Drug tests can easily differentiate human pee from non-human pee. So now we know. Huh. I didn't know that. Who knew? I mean, it makes sense, but... Um, yeah, there you go. 
So which one do you think is the dumber ass of the day? The person who tried to use the dog pee or the guy who got busted stealing the car because of his snowy shoe prints? Coach, what do you think? Oh, God, this is close. I, I got to take the woman with the dog pee. Me too. I think so, too, because at least stick with the same species. I right. know. <laughs> you know, I could see it like, oh, well, this was a guy's pee yeah. versus a woman's pee. Maybe there'd be, I don't know if there'd be any difference in that either. And how did you get the dog's pee? Like, you <laughs> fought, like that's the other thing. That's how yeah, I got the goat milk. <laughs> same way. <laughs> so, there you go. So, there's today's dumbass of the day. Dumbasses. Yes. <laughs> Plural. There's so many of them. Metallica now. KC95. KC95. Sad but true. Metallica. You know, I found, um, you know, with all this cold weather and everything, I still wanted to try to get the old smoker out and do some, um, some meat smoking this weekend because I smoke meat, as you guys have heard. <laughs> Dig on this. First of all, I've discovered that uh, chuck roast, considerably cheaper than a, a full brisket. So you throw the chuck roast on the smoker. You smoke it like a brisket. Dude, it was delicious. It's one of the better things I've done. Maybe left it on there a little too long. Could Maybe a little less next time. Like, I can get a, a two-pound uh, chuck roast, two and a half pounds for, like, you know, 13 bucks versus a brisket, which will cost you, you know, 50 60 70 dollars. So then I just put it on the smoker, but you probably were thinking, Josh, how could you smoke something? It's zero degrees outside. Well, I went to the Amazon.com and I found this thermal heated blanket thing that you can cover your grill with. Yeah. Dude, held the temperature. The temperature never wavered. It was unbelievable. I've never seen such voodoo, but I, I did that. I ordered this, it's like a thick blanket and it covers the top part of the grill, the side of the grill and all that. Works dude, perfect. Dude, it was amazing. That's it's, nice. I was floored by it. Probably keep temperature altogether better. Could you use it in the summer too or is it strictly a winter? I, I, I don't think I'd leave it on there in the summer. I think it would yeah. probably help that way too, keep it more balanced. But yeah, that was awesome. So there you go. I sat my ass out there in the snow all weekend and made chuck, uh, chuck roast, but I smoked them like a brisket and they were delicious. I, I, I think it'd improve a little bit. I could do a little bit better on the time on it, but otherwise, I thought it was pretty good. I smoke meat, brother. <laughs> <laughs> so you need shirts that say that. I, I smoke meat, brother. I, <laughs> I, I smoke meat, brother. So I smoke meat. That's me. Perfect. <laughs> I was killing it this weekend. Made uh, some chicken, some drumsticks on there too. A little, you oh. know, some chicken legs. They were good too, like little one or like oh, I guess oh, I mean yeah, like full on, dude. The, 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 it's fun to find these meats that are cheap and just try it, you know. Because yeah. I was doing it earlier, I was buying like full briskets and butchering these things and losing ninety dollars <laughs> for it was gross. Yeah, I'm just getting things that are ten bucks, you know. Drumsticks, go to Schnooks and get like six, seven drumsticks for like five bucks and just have at it. Much better than a hundred dollar brisket. Yes, I but the, the brisket is the white rabbit or not the white rabbit, the white whale. It's the that white was rabbit. The first song, Casey, well, did you? Yeah, know that? white <laughs> rabbit's a lot different than a white. But it's my great white whale. Like that's what I want to find. Is I want to be able to make a full brisket once and make it delicious. That's a goal of mine. Well, keep doing the cheap stuff, and then you'll figure out temperatures and things like that. You're gonna be great. Scott gets it. Gonna do it. it. All right, traffic-wise, what do we got? Uh, we got a roadblock due to a burst water main on Kirkpatrick and over in Illinois off of 203, both ways from Victor Dread to Pershing Boulevard are blocked. 
Uh, one lane closed due to police incident, 64 eastbound at 40 Drive as well. Uh, as always, in case you're driving, brought to you by Chuck's Boots, your locally owned boot store, work western hiking, biker, and fashion. Fenton, St. Peter's, and Chuck'sBoots.com. Casey Weather, brought to you by Air Comfort Service. Heating, cooling, and insulation. Get 0% financing for 36 months or save 15% off blown-in attic insulation. For a free estimate, visit AirComfortService.com. Low tonight, 10 degrees. High tomorrow, 36 and sunny. It's currently 15. So I smoke meat. I'm going to put some pork steaks on the smoker tonight. I, the, my favorite part about coming back to St. Louis and this area is pork steaks. People around the country don't appreciate pork steaks like we do. Yeah, that's crazy to me because they're so good. They're so good and they're <laughs> so cheap. You go to Schnucks, you can buy like 40 of these things for a nickel. It's ridiculous. <laughs> go to Sam's. I, the, I mean, I a mean, box of them. I love pork steaks. All right. Uh, coming up, I saw this story today about... This and I haven't read any of it yet, but 10 things that are immediate red flags if you see them in someone's home. So the internet is judging people and basically calling people serial killers based on things you see in their house. We'll see if any of us fall into that category. We'll uh, do that coming up. Open up your... KG95, Boston. Josh and his show. Well, actually, we're KG95 St. Louis. That was Boston. <laughs> Something about you. I guess that sounded weird when I said that. Uh, now... There's a social media thing that's happening where people on social media are talking about things that are immediate red flags if people see them in someone else's home. So like a red flag, like these people ain't right. And they judge them for them. Like if you're at someone else's house and you are instantly judging them for things like this. All right, so how do we want to do this? Do you want to read some off and I'll mark down if I have any of them? Sure. Well, let's let's see. Okay. Pets that are not being cared for properly, like a litter box that hasn't been cleaned in forever. Nope. nope. That's like my dad's house. This house always smells like cat litter. Uh, Actually, probably, it's, I mean, at least in one wing of the house. I say wing as if he's got a mansion. <laughs> one part of the house. Uh, but yeah, our, our, look, our dog is taken care of. Like, there's no poop or anything in the, the house, so that's not one of ours. Uh, animals that are inside that are not indoor animals or are not behaving like indoor animals. Well, that's, I mean, dogs are going to do dog things. These are just, right. ju- this sounded like it's more like a list of judgmental, judgmental yeah. a-holes. No hand soap in the bathroom. Yeah, that would be a red flag. You got to have the hand soap in the bathroom. You gotta, I mean, if people are going to poop, you can't have poop on your hand. It's not good. It's yeah. bad for you. It'll kill you. Or a dirty towel on the hanger next to the oh, you, I, Oh, well... I always put my, like, bath towels up over the shower and let them hang there. I mean, I'm not just going to wash a towel after every, you know, bathe. I mean, no, I bathe I'm talking ten about times the, a day. I'm talking about the hand towel, like, next to oh, the sink. Yeah. So once you wash your hands, no, if that towel true. looks dirty, no one else is That's true. Go. you got to have a clean one. Um, <laughs> oh, here's not having hand towels or not having clean ones. There that, you go. That'd be a bad one. Ooh. But how would you know if your hand towels were dirty, Coach? I wouldn't. That's the thing. <laughs> Unless they were my personal hand towels, I'd be like, yeah, I use this one, so we'll uh, throw it in the laundry. But A dirty toilet? The oh, thing is, like, my turn, like, my, like, look, sometimes the, the toilet goes a little bit without me cleaning it, but I don't have a maid. So, I mean, you know, sometimes I forget to clean the toilets, but then, then sometimes I do. Do you have a dirty toilet at your house? No, my wife wouldn't allow it. See, my wife is not the kind that cleans toilets because my wife is a bitch. My wife is a (laughs) clean freak when it comes to that. See, my wife, not a clean freak at all. So. He married the wrong guy to have a clean toilet. Though. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. businesses take care of. <laughs> uh, trash piled beyond the trash can. I think I'm not guilty of that. I do have a, in our laundry room, I have a lot of boxes. Actually, I take it back. It's not the trash. It is the recycling that is piled too high. And it is piled too high 
with empty bush light cans and wine bottles. So I guess if someone walked into our room, uh, not into our room, we do not have our recycling bin in our bedroom. But if they I'm did walk you down for yeah, a red flag, if they walked into our bathroom, not into our bathroom. Geez, what am I talking about? That's where the dirty toilet is. That is not where the beer cans. Actually, I take that back. There is a a, a couple of empty beer cans in our shower. My shower. Why? Really? Because I drink shower beers. What? <laughs> Why? You never when? have shower beers in the morning? No, not no, no, not, not all the time. But like I'm saying, like if I'm getting <laughs> jump started on a Saturday, you know, I'll take a shower because I love showering and I like drinking beer in the shower. Really? I do. The beer taste. I guarantee I'll light up the phone lines with a I'm, bunch of I'm other degenerates. You a red flag for that. That's fine. Judge me all you want. <laughs> but I do. I do like to partake in a shower beer. You get it really hot, and then you get an ice cold beer, and you drink it in the shower. I guarantee I'll light up the phone lines with a thousand people that do the same stuff. Really? Yeah, they're called degenerates, just like me. <laughs> Uh, let's that? see. Hmm. Uh, hoarding. Most people seem fine with a little clutter and uh, sink with dirty dishes, but it shouldn't be gross. I'm not a hoarder. Unsecured guns. Do you have unsecured guns anywhere in your no, house? No, not really. No. Coach, I would hope you don't. No, we do not. Uh, let's see. A live, laugh, love sign. We are. I am against signs that say live, laugh, love. So yeah, I'm a, that's, I don't um, think I have that one. Uh, let's see. And then anything in excess, like for decor or anything. Like I don't really have anything in excess, really. No. So, but I do have a dirty toilet, and uh, occasional. Well, until this morning, my my recycling bin was overflowing. My cup hath runneth over with empty bushlight cans and red blend wine bottles. All right. So you got a dirty toilet. I do. You got extra recycling materials near the laundry room. The beer cans, yeah, and we'll you, call those. Out. And you shower with beer, so you get three red flags. Okay, no one said showering with beer was a red flag. <laughs> well, I'm judging. <laughs> Not the me. last person that should judge me for drinking beer anywhere. And I know in the Cody. shower, dude. I guarantee. You, let me talk to people. Casey, hello. Hey, buddy, how you doing? Good. What's up? Hey, uh, I got a question for you. Yeah, what's up? Do you sleep with your dog? Yeah, totally. Really? Well, not like in a sexual way. That'd be weird. But my be <laughs> my dog does sleep in the Red bed. Flag. <laughs> we do not that lay. That way. I'm talking about. Do you let your dog sleep in the bed with you? 100. percent Yes. Yeah. Well, that, I, I know people that do that. I could never do that. But well, I, look, you should try it. It's it's wonderful time. Uh, Casey, hello. Hey, man, I'm with you on a beer in the shower. Dude, it's the best. You pipe, you got the piping hot water, the steam, and an ice cold beer. Hell, I might bring a cooler in there one day. What's your name, sir, so I can give you a red flag, too? That's just not right. My name's Kurt, and I take the ice cold beer in the shower after I get done out in the yard on a hot summer day. Kurt gets Washing it. a weed eater shit off of me. and Well, yeah. That, hey, yeah. dude, hey, he gets it. <laughs> I'm so, shocked that you don't drink a beer in the shower. I don't usually drink beer at home, period. Unless, like, people are over. I'm starting to feel like you and I aren't the same person that I thought we once were. I thought we were degenerates together. That's why Coach comes in, and yeah. I'll shower with a beer and Coach. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> he wouldn't see anything, so yeah. there'd be nothing to worry about. Okay, but at least bring me a beer, too. <laughs> yeah, you can have one. Thanks, man. I just share a beer together. <laughs> we will. I don't care. I'll, oh, dude, you know what else is awesome? I don't know how I've pulled this off before, but a beer in a steam room, like a sauna. 
Oh, no. that, that good combo of like just sweating yeah. your ass off in a sauna mixed with a delicious ice cold uh, domestic beverage. I drink to feel, Jeff. Well, I I drink for the opposite. <laughs> I drink not to. <laughs> Keishi, hello. Hello. Hey, what's up? Hey. What, what, what kind of beer do you show with? Uh, Bush Light, Coors Light. All right, thank you. <laughs> At least so we know. Now. I'm writing this down. <laughs> Casey, hello. Hi, uh, I've got a clean toilet. It's because I pissed in the shower. Ah, see, there you go. That's the strategy. <laughs> it's a good strategy, Scott. <laughs> uh, do you guys pee in the shower? No. No. <laughs> no. Because I got to stand in it. Right. No, you don't. You're not in a bathtub. It goes down the drain. Well, yeah, my, I didn't ask you to pee in a bathtub. No. That's but, reserved for swimming pools. We don't pee in our bathtub. <laughs> I might miss the drain. <laughs> it's definitely getting on his feet. <laughs> you know your, your feet smells like. <laughs> yeah, it does. Oh, God. Wow, why, why do your feet smell like asparagus? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> asparagus. Uh, All right, oh. traffic. <laughs> That's just, oh. Anyway, one lane closed to an assault vehicle 64 westbound at uh, Outer 40 Road. And one lane closed to an assault vehicle 44 eastbound at I-270. Casey Travel brought to you by Chuck's Boots, your locally owned boot store, work western hiking, biker, and fashion. Fenton St. Peter's at Chuck'sBoots.com. Casey Weather brought to you by Air Comfort Service. Heating, cooling, and insulation. Get 0% financing for 36 months or save 15% off loan and attic insulation. For a free estimate, visit aircomfortservice.com. 10 for the low, 36 for the high tomorrow. Sunny, it's 14 degrees. Uh, We have got a movie series that's going to have another installment potentially exciting. I'll tell you about it in the news coming up. Brought to you by Frank Lita Mitsubishi, Automotive Outlet in Bridgeton. Yes, Lita.com. Well, the first thing we learned news-wise today is that the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band is going on a farewell tour. Well, I guess the first thing we learned is that the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band is still a thing, apparently, (laughs) and they're not all dead. Second, we learned they're going on a farewell tour. That was obviously the biggest news of the day. But other news... So, did you see the third Bill and Ted movie, the one that came out during the pandemic? It was like an it was like uh, face the music is what it was called. Bill no, and Ted face the music. Well, apparently, they're in talks to make a fourth Bill and Ted movie. Why? The third one wasn't bad. I mean, a lot of people liked it, like the nostalgic part of it. Like people dug it. Um, I, I, honest to God, I couldn't tell you a damn thing that happened in it. I watched it. I was probably hammered. It was during the pandemic. I was mad at the world. Like in 2020, I was just angry at the world all the time. So I have a big blank spot in 2020 where I don't remember much except being very angry at liberals. Whatever it was, that was <laughs> I was just constantly yelling at the TV like, let us go to work, damn you liberals. I believe that Bill is from St. Louis. Alex Winter. Is he? I believe so. Well... Uh, then maybe we'll do a premiere if this happens. <laughs> but uh, they, they think a fourth Bill and Ted movie could be uh, possible. They just want to make sure it's the right way to do it and everything. But uh, I'd be all for it. Bill and Ted's one of my favorites. You're talking about great stoner movies. Even though they're not technically addressed as stoners, you never see them, you know, blowing tweed or anything. Right. It's kind of understood that they're like slackers, kind of, you know. Yeah, but uh, that could be the case. There could be a fourth Bill and Ted movie, and I'd be here for the Bill and Ted fourth film. 
he was born in London, England, but lived in St. Louis. How about that? Who yeah. knows? Well, you did. Look at you. My man has excellent Alex Winter knowledge. Or Bill S. Preston, Esquire. <laughs> Ted Theodore, Theodore Logan. Logan. A Logan, Logan yeah. yeah. I said Roosevelt. Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> we are Wild Stallions. Do you have any albums in? Yeah. Should. We should cover some of their stuff for Scotty. Do a cover.